You're listening to Work It Lady, where the goal is for all ladies to be the best versions of ourselves. And if we happen to be moms, be the best moms ever and maintain our sanity while we do it. So in this episode of Did You Know? I know we all know this because I know we've all been there and been super annoyed with this. Did you know that it is rude to ask very pointed questions when you don't know someone like that, okay? We all know it. And most people don't do this because at this point in the game, we know, hey, you know, it's not really polite to just, right when you meet someone, just start asking them questions and make them feel like they're on an interview, right? It's just really rude. But I wanted to talk about two specific areas in today's episode. So the first area that this is incredibly rude is when you meet someone for the first time, maybe someone who will be a potential friend, um, maybe someone who is just going to be in your friendship circle. So a um, personal life connection. Okay. And the second one is in business. When you are a business owner and you meet someone for the first time and you start asking very pointed questions about their business. Okay. So let's take the first part first. Let's talk about when you ask really pointed questions that can be considered nosy when you first meet somebody, okay? Um, And this could be, you know, in person, this could be online. And these questions are typically something like, how old are you? How much do you pay for rent? How many kids do you have? Uh, How much money do you make? Do you own your home? Do you own your car? You know, how much do you weigh? You know, I don't know, it just, Some of the things that we get asked, we just kind of have to sit there and scratch our heads a little bit and say, how are we at this point or how is this individual at this point? And they have not picked up from social cues in their environment as they've been progressing through life at this point that asking pointed questions like that when you first meet someone especially is just really inappropriate doesn't matter um, what country you're from, um, across the world, this is kind of one of those things that just transcends everywhere. Everyone kind of is on the same page with this. And I want to kind of dig on that a little bit. And so I kind of looked at some articles um, from like newspapers and authors um, just kind of around the world on this topic. And they all said the same thing. So worldwide, for my little research, everybody kind of feels like that's kind of rude to do, okay? Now, what's the reason, okay? Why do people ask us these questions that make us so com- so uncomfortable right off the bat? How old are you, you know? Um, is that your real hair? Um, why are you wearing makeup? Um, how long have you lived here? How much you pay? Do you have a mortgage? Do you own your home? How long have y'all been married, you know? too much, too much. Or do you plan to get married? Why are you still single? You trying to get married? (laughs) You know, it's just too much. It's just too much. And I think the reason um, that people really get kind of offended by this is because when you first meet someone, everybody kind of wants to be taken at face value. And so when you're asking these in-depth questions like this in the personal setting, okay, 
it's kind of like I'm just trying to figure out where I want to put you and categorize you in my head because I don't have the time to actually invest getting to know you. So I'd rather just ask you a bunch of questions like you're on an interview. And if you don't answer them right, you know, or your answers don't line up with what I want in my head as a friend, well, then I'm just not going to bother with you. Okay, so that's really at the meat of why people really don't like this, because what's nice is when you don't really care about how old someone is or how much they make and you just accept the person for who they are and see if a friendship develops. That's the way it's supposed to be. We're supposed to just kind of say, you know what? I'm, this is a new person that has come into my path and I just want to get to know them for them. And as time progresses in that relationship, all of those things will naturally reveal themselves when that person feels comfortable sharing them, okay? When they feel comfortable, okay? And it's important to kind of keep that in mind. So again, this is really something that I know... <laughs> drives a lot of us crazy because we all have these conversations about this, right? And what also happens is it kind of puts a negative kind of notation in the other person's mind of the question asker. It's like, okay, this person obviously is just nosy. Like they're not trying to just say, hey, how are you doing today? Or you know what? Why don't we grab some coffee sometime and just kind of hang out or something? You know, it's like, you just rapid fire questions. You don't really care about any of that. If you fit in my into my little bubble, then we'll be friends. And if not, scurry along. You know, that's basically what the question asking says. So um, there's also some other information that I found on this topic that I wanted to share. And um, one is a pretty interesting article on psychology today. Uh, it is uh, reviewed by Jessica Shadrer, who is a um, psychologist, okay? And basically, this article goes on to say that people who ask these questions, they really don't realize that this isn't okay a lot of the times. And sometimes it's just innocent. Sometimes, you know, people just don't realize it. Case in point, kids. When, if you notice kids, they will always ask how old someone is when they first meet them, right? And in that age, it's kind of appropriate to do because they're trying to figure out the world around them, okay? And, you know, a, a four-year-old to like a 10-year-old or whatever, that makes a, a, a bit of a communication difference. So it's, it's natural for kids to ask that. But once we kind of are past college age, that question really, for the most part, should be taken off the table, okay? Now, I'm not talking about romantic relationships. I'm talking about friendships um, and just, just general connections and everything like that, okay? Now, this article also mentions that it could actually be a form of rebelliousness, okay? Because they know that some people know that this isn't socially acceptable and they just kind of want to ruffle feathers a little bit. It can also signal some anger and hostility, and that could be a conscious anger or an unconscious anger. Maybe they've just taken a look at you and are just, oh, something about just the way you look has kind of sent them into a tizzy and they just got to know more right away, you know, um, very interesting, right? 
It often um, can mean, though, a desire to help. So sometimes, you know, asking certain questions isn't a bad thing. Sometimes people do want to be helpful. Maybe they can tell that they are much older and that's visibly apparent. And they're asking maybe how old are you? Because maybe there's some problem that has arisen and they're just trying to figure out, hey, what would I say to my younger self? at this age, you know? So there are some times when it is appropriate, but right after a handshake or, you know, during the first time you've ever seen someone in your life, um, definitely would not be the ideal, okay? So now, um, some things that we can do to uh, actually get to know someone. Uh, We can avoid the rapid fire questions. Okay. We kind of talked about that a little already, but rattling off a lot of questions might not be the best move. And, you know, the reason that you don't want to do that is because you're really not going to get the best answer anyway. And this is an article I'm referencing from right now on healthline.com. And this article is entitled, how to really get to know someone. So I thought it was um, well-written. It's medically reviewed by Janet Brito, PhD. And um, I thought it was a nice article to share. So, you know, keep the questions more so centered around a general conversation when you first meet someone is also suggested in this article. She also mentions um, accepting the awkwardness, actively listening um, to how people actually answer the general um, questions that you ask that aren't so pointed and so personal. Then pay attention to how the person responds. Then you also want to stay present. Make sure that when you're first trying to get to know someone, that they can sense that you are actually interested in talking to them. You're not just saying a bunch of stuff about yourself and then asking them questions, but you're just kind of doing that game of back and forth where you say something and share something, then they say something and share something, and you have this nice little flowy conversation. Also, accept the fact that it could be a little bit awkward. I thought that was a great point that this article made. Um, when you first get to know someone, it's a little awkward. That's okay. You don't know them, right? You know, we don't know each other. So we're figuring that out and that is okay, all right? Other things you wanna do is talk about you. You know, when you talk about you, then that makes people more comfortable to talk about them and they will want to share more with us when we talk about ourselves and not in a bragging way, but just sharing things, you know, maybe an interest. Oh, I really like playing tennis or, you know, I am really into health or, you know, I tried this awesome cupcake place downtown, you know, have you heard of it? Things like that, you know, just really general shares like that. Keep compliments minimal and genuine. This is a big one. When you first meet someone, if they are giving you a ton of compliments, that is a big red flag. It signals fake, okay? That is a very fake thing to do. Maybe a nice compliment here or there like, oh, nice to meet you. I really love your shirt. Hey, 
you know, you're you're saying something that is a nice thing to say and that you truly genuinely want to say, but not something like, oh, you're just giving off all these compliments because you're trying to lure someone in to feeling comfortable with you. You're rushing it. That's rushing. Okay. So keep the compliments minimal and genuine. Okay. Also, we want to avoid giving advice. Um, When we first meet someone and they are giving us advice, um, I feel like most people take that event offensively. Now, I feel like, though, that that is one that I myself probably have put my foot in my mouth with a couple of times. Like, hey, I just met you. Oh, you know what? This is a good idea. You should do that. That'd be awesome for you. You know, um, although we're trying to just be helpful like that, um, it can be taken um, that you're just trying to, you know, maybe make someone feel bad about their accomplishments or maybe it's not coming from a sincere place. So um, giving advice is something we all have to work on. Okay, now. Um, on this topic, because remember, this is going to be a two part episode, right? Right now, we're still on the friendship part of it. When you first meet someone who, you know, might be a potential friend or someone that you will know that'll be in your social circle, some things to do. Now, I've jumped over to um, another site now, jw.org, and it has kind of a really nice list um, here of some things that we can do. Six steps to a lasting friendship. So if you first meet someone and you're like, oh, I think, wow, we had a connection. This could be a friend. Instead of asking all the questions, be a friend. Okay. And it takes time to do that. But, you know, just practice being a nice person. And we know, we all know what it means to be a friend, right? Make time to cultivate the friendship. Okay. Again, like we mentioned earlier, sometimes we get, we see someone and maybe we're excited. We're like, Ooh, they look like they would be a great friend. So we start asking all these questions because we just want to be their friend so fast. Or we're asking a bunch of questions from a negative place. Like I'm just trying to size you up to see if you meet my list of requirements, you know, or else I'm going to shoot you off. We got to take the time. So this one is really huge. And this one is going to help us to avoid asking too many questions at the offset, because we have to understand that having a friendship is going to take time. We're going to have to invest the time to say, hey, let's do an activity together. When you spend time with someone, that is what builds a relationship. It's not, you know, just asking a bunch of questions. It's not, you know, just supporting each other in some way support is a part of it but it's about actually spending time that's the way we do it spending the time um it also mentions uh be forgiving respect others privacy okay that's huge and again that's going to keep us in the mindset of not asking too many questions when we first meet someone or this is a new potential friendship we're going to say you know what i don't know them like that i don't need to be asking all these questions and vice versa right Also, this is a great point that this article makes. Be generous. It says friendships are cultivated through generosity. Okay. So, and it has to be true generosity. And I think the main way we can, again, be generous with someone and build that friendship is by giving people our time. That could be a simple phone call. Okay. 
it's not a gift. It's not a card in the mail. It's not, you know, and those things are nice, but that is not going to build a friendship. Spending time, calling someone up, maybe spending some time on the phone. I know it's a pandemic right now. Hopping on, you know, uh, Zoom. I know we're all sick to death of Zoom or doing a socially distant meetup in person if you know, both parties are open to that. And most people are, as long as it's safely done. But spending some in-person time, taking a walk together, you know, maybe going for tea or something like that, doing a mutual activity, playing a sport together, you know, shopping, whatever. It doesn't have to be fancy. Or hopefully after when COVID is over, having people over to your home and vice versa. That is really the way we be generous is with giving people our time. And maybe they text us and maybe they're a little perturbed about something or got something going on or something they want to take it, talk about. Give them the time of day. Say, you know what? Yes, I've got time to talk to you right now. Oh, I'm sorry that happened. You know, what can I do to help? Encourage the dialogue, okay? So now we have talked about the friendship part of it, right? You know, things we don't want to ask someone when we uh, just are getting to know them as a potential friend. Now let's talk about in business. So in business, this looks like, Oh, I saw your business. I love it. How do you do that? Where do you buy your supplies? And what website do you use? And, you know, how much do you pay for this? And how did you get that? And, oh, not okay. <laughs> like, that is just so not okay, guys. And I know we've all been there. And sometimes we, you know, we see people and we're like, oh, I really like what they're doing. That's really cool. But when you come in with the rapid fire questions, it just automatically is insincere and devalues yourself. You become devalued because now that other person is always going to view you as somebody that just wants something from them. Okay. They're going to view you as, oh, there's that one person. They asked me a bunch of questions about my business. Like, that's all they're here for, you know, and doesn't leave a person feeling good, number one. And number two, as business owners, right, we all spend so much time invested into our businesses. Our businesses are like our babies. Like I can remember my first business and I was so into my business and that is something of myself that is hard to share with people, you know? Um, it's like I've invested hours into researching this business and finding the right avenues and doing my market research. And so for someone to kind of come along and just say, hey, how'd you do that? Tell me without knowing you or even when they know you, it just feels very invasive. And it also... Um, just makes the person feel like, you know, what, what is this about? Like, you just pop up out of nowhere and ask me all these questions about my business. Almost kind of feels like, remember when we were in school and we all had to take those tests, right? It was like test day. And then there's that one person who wants to lean over and cheat off of your paper and you study. Now, truth be told, sometimes I was that person who was like, help a sister out. Like, I don't know the answer. Could you please? That was a long time ago. Okay. 
it's not cool to take shortcuts. So someone else's business path is their path. Your path is your path, you know, and to just come in and ask for a shortcut like that is just really um, insincere, is not good business practice. And um, it really devalues yourself and puts up a guard for a potential, you know, business partnership that could have, you know, been great and everything. So it really isn't good to do. But what can we do? So if you really kind of like to, you know, talk with other people about business and as women, we kind of want to do that, right? It is a great idea to join women's networking organizations, join business organizations where you where there are women there where their whole main goal is to help and mentor other business owners. OK, and that is really the best way to do that, because then everybody's on the same page as far as what's happening with this interchange, right? It's like, okay, this is why I'm here because I'm trying to grow my business and you have assets that can help me do that. But asking someone who's in your same niche, you know, asking someone who is a friend um, can really drive a wedge in a friendship. And it can also just really take the whole value of everything down. Okay. So I know that this is one that sometimes there's a lot of gray areas. You're like, oh, I think this, this would be okay to ask, or I think, you know, but then when you go back and think about it, you realize, oh, you know what? I can do this on my own and I can do the research and I can figure out my own path. And for me, when women ask me about, you know, things about my business that are proprietary and that are my personal way of doing things. One of the first things I will say to them is, you know what? There is so much information out there and it's available to all of us. And I know that you are going to find your way. You're going to find your way. You know, everyone is going to find their way. And I don't want to lead you down the wrong path because if you follow what I'm doing, you may actually be led down the wrong path, you know? Um, but if you who knows your business and your clientele and your product and your branding, you know that better than anyone else, just like you know your child better than anyone else. So, you know, if you are going to be able to invest that time into getting to know your own business and seek out your own path, you're gonna be much more successful anyway. And when I was first starting out as an entrepreneur, I kind of felt like, oh, I got to, you know, connect with this person. They're, they're doing what I want to do. And, you know, maybe they could share something with me. And I came to realize after I had, first of all, several people tell me basically what I'm saying right now, you need to figure out your own path. First, you kind of finish. You're like, dang, I'm just trying to like figure this out. I don't know. I just want some help. But then you realize, you know what, they're right, because the path that I am on right now is not the path that they're on. And it wouldn't have been helpful anyway. You know what I mean? So they were right. And I'm glad that I've been able to adjust myself and see the value in myself and have the value in my own ability to carve out my own business path um, and, and do that. So Again, this one is a very touchy one, but you know, sometimes we've all been there. We get that person 
They just pop into the DMs. Hey, cool page. You know, now tell me stuff. You know, it's like they'll give you a compliment like we talked about in the beginning and they may give you several and then they will come in and just start asking you a bunch of personal business questions about how you do your business. And those people, you really want to find your own words to kind of help them along and find your own way of dealing with those situations. But for me, now I just keep it pretty short. I say, you know what, that's information that's, you know, solely for me and um, my business connections. And that's not something that I share, you know, at this time. And here's another thing to do. Pay, like be invested in what people are willing to share with you. You know what I mean? So let's say you have a friend who is a baker and they've got this awesome bakery. Cool. Just go buy some baked goods from time to time and support them and and be happy for them and leave it at that, you know, but once you start saying, oh, you know, how did you bake that? And what flour do you use? And how much do you charge? And why do you charge that? Again, you know, it's just like, okay, come on. You know what I mean? So be invested with what people are putting out. If you really want to support a fellow female business owner, just buy their stuff or use their service. You know, People will share with you what they are willing to share. So what they're willing to share, accept that and ask them questions about what they've already shared, because then, you know, that stuff that they're already comfortable talking about because they've shared it themselves. They're offering that service. They're putting that out there. But things that they're not sharing in business, don't ask about. They're not sharing it. <laughs> it's not posted, you know, on their Instagram or their website. So that's stuff that we shouldn't ask about. Okay. So I think thinking of it that way um, kind of keeps it from getting a little confusing um, in our heads because it can be confusing. It really can be. So I firmly believe that there is a way that all female business owners can support each other and coexist in a great space while respecting each other's spaces and, you know, working together well. There's lots of female business owners that I know that share so much information. Their whole business is helping people with their business. So reach out to those types of people and connect with them because they're going to have the skills that regardless of the type of business that you have, they're going to be able to give you some sort of an assistance, okay? And always, don't forget, trusty, dusty Google. You know, Google is our friend. You know, there's lots that we can look up and lots that we can educate ourselves on to help us be the best business owners that we can be. So if you are listening to this podcast today and you are a friend who, you know, maybe sometimes you ask those pointed questions and you kind of tell and kind of tell you got some pushback. We've all been there. Or if you are a business owner and you have gone out and asked some really personal business questions and gotten some pushback, we've all been there. What we could do is learn from it, grow from it. And I know that you listening to this are going to rock your business. You're already rocking your business, probably. You don't need nobody to tell you anything. You are good, okay? 
All right, ladies, I want to thank you so much for listening to Work It Lady. Have a great day and I'll see you in the next episode.